Hey there, and welcome back to Travel Chat with Jess. Today we're going to talk about how you can most easily use your phone when you're traveling abroad. But first, I just want to mention that if you are planning to come to London anytime, maybe in like the next year, then what's happening with the Love in London brand tomorrow, which if you don't know, that's my YouTube channel slash small business that helps people who are coming to visit London. Well, tomorrow I'll be launching the pre-sale of my three-day London itinerary. If you're listening in the future, it's launching at 8 p.m. London time on Thursday, the 5th of October. This itinerary is going to be perfect for people who are visiting London for the first time because it's going to cover a few of the major London attractions, but then sprinkled all in between those is going to be some of my best local recommendations for food, drinks, and just alternative attractions in case you're not really into that stuff. Each day will also be structured so that everything that you do that day is very close together so you can save money and time, you won't always be on transportation, you can walk most places, plus the itinerary as a whole will be very flexible so you can just make sure that you're doing what you want to do and what's going to fit best with your budget and your travel tastes. So tomorrow the pre-sale launches, people who pre-order as we've done in the past will get the itinerary for cheaper than it's ever going to be. It's the lowest price it will ever be. Plus they're going to get it earlier than everyone else. But the thing is that there are only 30 pre-sale copies available. So if you do want to order in the pre-sale, you're going to have to hop on it quickly. And people who are on my email list, they're going to get the link to the pre-order two hours earlier than everyone else. So if you do want to get on my email list so you can hop on that quickly, then all you have to do is go to loveandlondon.com slash London Guide. And that's with a capital L and a capital G. So I'll put a link to that in the show notes of the podcast. Um, when you go to that, you just sign up to get my free London 101 guide, which you'll find helpful anyway. And then you'll be added to my email list automatically and you'll get the announcement email about when the itinerary is live. So yeah, make sure you hop on that if you're keen to get it in the pre-sale for a cheaper price and to get it earlier, especially if you're coming to London end of November, early December, you're definitely want to get it, going to want to get it in the pre-sale. Okay, so let's talk about using your smartphone while you travel, specifically around Europe and of course in London, my specialty. If you are actually keen to stay connected when you're traveling abroad, there are some great options for you that don't require you to spend so much money with your own cell phone plan. Like if you just happen to go abroad, especially if you're from maybe the US or Australia and you haven't worked out an international plan or you haven't done anything that I'm about to tell you, you could seriously return home with like a few hundred dollars or pounds or whatever of international fees and that is not a great welcome home present. So let's talk about your options for being able to use your phone pretty easily while you're abroad. Okay, first off, you can, of course, use your own cell phone's international plan. Um, Obviously, if you're coming to other parts of Europe or London and you're actually from the EU, we are now blessed with not having to worry about roaming charges when you go anywhere in the EU. It's a miracle. And unfortunately for me, being in the UK, that's not going to last for too much longer, I guess. But if you're coming to London or going anywhere in Europe, really, then you have that option of 
not having to really do anything. So definitely take advantage of that. If you're coming from anywhere else, let's say from the US, then you can check with your uh, cell phone provider and see if they have some kind of international package. Most of them do. Um, how, if that's actually gonna make sense for you in the long run, it's just gonna completely depend on who you actually use for your cell, your cell service. Um, for example, if you're in the US, T-Mobile has a really good international plan. However, I've heard of other ones from other providers that are just really rubbish or um, don't actually work with your own phone. I remember when I came over to do a four-week backpacking trip through Europe after I graduated from university. Now, this is back in 2011, so this is a while ago, but I had just gotten the iPhone 4 and I was really excited because I was like, perfect, I can get the international plan, I can use it when I'm abroad. And then I went to Verizon and they were like, sorry, it doesn't work with your phone. You needed to have gotten like the nicer phone or something like that. I was like, oh, sweet, cool. So um, yeah, definitely as a first point, just check with your, with whoever supplies your cell phone service to see what they can actually offer you. So if using your own cell plan isn't gonna work for you, then the second option is to actually get a SIM card wherever you end up going. So if you're not familiar with what a SIM card is, is, then essentially smartphones are all equipped with a SIM card. They come when you buy the phone and most phones these days will allow you to swap out your SIM card. Um, your SIM card essentially has like your phone number with it. It, um, I guess records your, I'm not really that technical, but records like it knows, it, it connects with your um, cell phone plan, I guess. But, uh, being able to switch it out is great because you can actually buy yourself a cheap SIM for whatever country you're in and just pop it in your phone and you'll pay local rates as opposed to expensive roaming rates. So for example, when I went to Vietnam, when I got to Hanoi, I just popped into a telecom store and I bought a prepaid SIM card that was like a Vietnamese SIM card for the equivalent of, I think it was about seven pounds. And I was able to use that for about two and a half weeks and I used it for Google Maps to send messages to our family back at home. If I needed to call a restaurant to make a reservation, uh, it just made it really easy and really inexpensive. If you're in Europe, it's really easy to find SIM cards everywhere. I mean, they sell them at the airport. You can pick it up right when you get off the plane. You can get them in supermarkets, convenience stores. And then of course, if you happen to see like a cell phone shop, like a Vodafone or an O2, uh, you can also just ask your hotel concierge or your Airbnb host where you could just get one near to where you're staying. The only thing is that you'll want to double check, especially if you're in the US and you have an older smartphone, is you need to double check that it's unlocked, which means that it will be able to work with other SIM cards other than the one that you bought your phone with. You can check that by just doing a quick Google search for unlock phone and then put your phone model and your cell provider in there, or you can call up your cell provider and um, ask them if you need to do anything to be able to unlock your phone. If your smartphone isn't unlocked or if getting a SIM card just isn't gonna work for you, then you can opt for what's called a pocket Wi-Fi device. This is essentially like a small little device that you can put it in your pocket and it connects to 3G and you can keep it in your pocket or your bag and then you it puts out a Wi-Fi signal so you can connect your phone or other devices to it to get internet. This could be a good option if you wanna be constantly connected and you don't mind carrying it around. And you can usually connect a few devices at once. So if you're traveling with your family or for a couple other people, you guys can all connect to it if you're 
obviously close to each other and can connect that way. Um, but actually it really brings that, usually you get charged like a daily fee and it brings that daily fee down if there's multiple people who are actually using it. Um, yeah, so uh, there's a few different companies that provide stuff like this, but I'll leave a link to one that I know of in the show notes that you can check them out. Then there's always the option of just staying offline until you find some Wi-Fi to connect to. If you're used to just being stuck to your phone all day when you're back at home, then maybe having a phone that only works when you're connected to Wi-Fi that you can find is actually a great excuse to just let go of your phone, stay off it, and actually relax a bit, isn't it? Just use Wi-Fi when you can get to maybe a coffee house, your hotel, um, or depending on where you're traveling, there are actually a lot of public areas and traction and attractions that will have free Wi-Fi, sometimes museums. I was in the Tate Modern yesterday and they had free Wi-Fi. But honestly, a digital detox can be pretty nice if that's kind of the only option for you. And if it is, then that's totally okay. Don't worry about it. A final note when it comes to using your phone abroad, especially in Europe too, is to just remember to be as patient as possible. In much of Europe, even here in London, we are such a metropolitan city and yet the, the 3G and the 4G signal can just be so slow if it even connects. It is so frustrating sometimes. But maybe that's another reason why you, sh you just not worry about using your phone too much. Um, but yeah, make sure, you, make sure you just pack your patience when it comes to uh, using 3G and Wi-Fi and all that stuff because it's all pretty slow over here in Europe. Okay, thanks for listening to this week's podcast. Please make sure you submit a review for it on iTunes or on the Google Play Store, wherever you're listening. It just helps more travel lovers discover it, and I love helping as many people as I can. If you are listening on Anchor, please feel free to submit a call in and let me know what you want me to talk about in future episodes, like whatever travel or London questions that you might have. You might get a little feature and then you'll also get your question answered in detail. All right, good chat everyone. Happy travels and I will speak to you again in a few days.